Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Brianna Gunn, who is the CEO of Brianna Gunn Enterprises. Her website is BriannaGunn.com. And Gunn, by the way, is spelled with two N's. Brianna, welcome to the show. So nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Yes. And at the time of this recording, it's Friday. So we're both excited because <laughs> we're each other's okay. last meeting. Um, but I thought I would ask, you know, it's the start of the new year. How's 2021 treating you so far? Really good. Surprisingly, I was fully prepared for it to be a complete something show like <laughs> last year. And um, it's it's been going really well. Good. I'm really happy to hear that. Well, let, let's talk about what is going well for you so far in the start of the new year, Brianna. Uh, as I mentioned, your company, Brianna Gun Enterprises, uh, you help other entrepreneurs with their copywriting, ghostwriting, and marketing strategy. Tell us about that. So I specialize in relationship building content. And in order mm-hmm. to do that, we need to have the right content or copy mm-hmm. um, on all of your channels that that speaks for to email, to social media, to live video, you know, anywhere where you're using words, it's really important that those words are aligned with the vision for your business and the future of your, um, your, your business. So really helping to create those pieces that are so integral to the growth and scaling ability, um, is super, super fun. Yeah. I I really appreciate that. Cause I, I feel like um, maybe it's because we're like all locked at home and the only way to communicate with people and connect with people is verbally nowadays. Uh, so I just feel like it's become extremely, extremely important to, um, you know, build content that connects. And it sounds like that's what you have a passion for in doing. Yeah, I do. I, I am really, really big on um, not just the words, but the actual relationship that comes out of it. Because when you're talking about sales and selling and you have to, as an entrepreneur, friends buy from friends and you have to make sure that you are creating lasting relationships in every facet of your business, whether it's social media or email or a live video, you want to be focusing on growing and building that relationship so that eventually they'll buy from you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about that because I think that let's say for the entrepreneur that's new in business, um, we don't always get our message across right. I think we're focused on the sale, maybe the bells and whistles of what we're offering, but not necessarily the story um, or the way to connect with clients. So tell us, um, you know, let's say you're working with a new client. How do you walk them through that process of, you know, just taking the bells and whistles or the facts and figures, you know, just everything, all the, all the, logical stuff and actually adding emotion and connection into it. So the first thing I do with clients is I have something called a copy brief that I have them fill out. Mm -hmm. I can get into their voice and their vibe. Mm. So I want to know, you know, what do you say on a regular basis? What are your colloquialisms? What are the things that you like, do you say, Hey y'all or howdy or Hey you, do you swear in your copy? Do you do these things? Once I get that piece of information, then I can go out and start curating Mm. content that actually carries some emotion and evokes a story and makes people want to reach out and reply and 
connect and console and, and forward. I, I've, I've written emails for clients where I literally just had a client email me this morning and said, oh my gosh, I got six responses and it's only been an hour. And the email was super duper simple. It was literally a one sentence question mm. and people really responded to it. And I think it's, it's understanding the psychology behind sales, yeah. the psychology behind the purchase process that makes your content and your copy really dynamic because without, without a good understanding of that, you're kind of shooting darts at a dartboard blindfolded, Mm. hoping it hits home, hoping it lands, hoping it sticks. And when you start to understand the actual structure of the process and understand that, you know, you, you would never walk up to someone and be like, hi, you're pretty, let's get married. (laughs) That's just really freaking weird. Right. Right. People do it in copy all the time. And so it's, mm. it's getting past that and helping them understand that it's, I get that you want to get their money right now, but you need to build a relationship before you propose. Yeah. And, and it's building that dynamic and helping them understand there's a flow and a journey that happens, not just a, Hey, buy my stuff situation, which is what, where most people go wrong. Yeah. I always think that's like a, a good analogy to know if you are coming off too strong in sales is like, you know, it's like saying, Hey, do you want to marry me? Like when you like literally just met someone, it's like, no, we don't start that way. We don't, we don't start with proposing. We got to like take them on a date. You know, we got to give them samples or whatever, you know, like there's a, there's a process, like you said, a whole psychology behind sales, you know, for people to actually want to buy. Um, I imagine uh, for you, Brianna, that you know, being able to uh, really identify or understand the psychology behind sales uh, took a lot of, you know, work and study. um, Do you have a book that you like or maybe a go-to mentor that you recommend uh, for people that want to uh, better understand? Yes. Oh my gosh. There's a great book by Donald Miller called Story Brand. Mm, Good one. Yeah. One, another really great one. If you're trying to get your message out there and you're not really sure how to make it sound unique is the whale vomit method. Oh, whale vomit method. Whale vomit (laughs) method. It is the most, the grossest title for a book, but it is such a good book. And it talks about standing out in a unique way. Mm, Yeah. And I think that's what a lot of people are missing because there's nothing new under the sun. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's the same stories over and over and over the same content over and over and over just presented in a different way, which is totally fine. But that means you have to stand out in a unique way. That's just you, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, let, let's, Um, I mean, without, you don't have to mention like names or anything, but uh, give us an example of a, a client or a company that you uh, worked with, whether it's a recent one or a favorite one. Um, And, you know, tell us that process of, you know, starting working with them to, you know, maybe to that point where like, wow, our content is really working for us. You know, we, I've worked with so many different companies. I, I think my favorite ever was a gal who pants furniture and kitchens for a living. Like she redoes cabinets and stuff. And she wanted to teach others how to do this. And she was like, but I'm never going to get this done. And so she hired me to help her launch her course. And I coached her through the launch and everything. And we worked on the content and the copy and every, and all of it. And I, I will never forget her texting me and be like, Oh my God, we just caught crossed the $10,000 threshold. And for her, that was, that was more than she'd invested in me. That was a lot of money. It was more than she would make, you know, painting your kitchen cabinets for one single family. So mm-hmm. it, was, it was the realization that you can convert the thing you do every day into something that other people will invest in with the right amount of effort. She put a lot of effort in. She built a 3000 person email list in mm-hmm. three months. She, you know, she was doing everything right. Um, but seeing the actual 
the excitement that surrounded it because she did all the right things. She built the relationship. She nurtured the relationship. She mm-hmm. was very open and opaque or, or transparent. Opaque is the wrong word. Transparent with her process. And she was really, really not afraid of video, which is a really big thing right now. Yeah. And it caused her to have a really great launch with a small enough audience that of, of really niche, like truly niche people. Like, it's not like it's for like, not everybody wants to know how to paint their kitchen cabinet. You know, that's a pretty, pretty unique ask. Mm -hmm. Um, That's probably my favorite client experience ever. Just getting that text and her being like, Oh my God, $10,000. You're like, it worked. (laughs) Um, No, I love it. That that's really exciting. You know, um, in addition to uh, doing copy, Brianna, um, you hinted uh, even offline that um, you're on YouTube and you hinted at this client does video. Um, Tell me about um, maybe that uh, translation, I think from the, the content you create through copy and then through video, is it any different or are the principles still the same? I think the principles are still the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on video, you need to be a little bit more fluid with your content. You can't jump ideas as much as you can in copy, you know, with a copy, you can put a headline or you mm. can do, um, you know, you can have four or five ideas in an email and it doesn't feel overwhelming, but on video, especially with our attention spans waning, our attention mm-hmm. span has decreased by a drastic amount over COVID. Like we, like it used to be, you have 10 seconds to get people's attention. Now you have three seconds to get, get oh people's attention. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And so knowing that the way you present yourself on video needs to be far more strategic than it used to be. It's not enough to just go live and start talking. You have to have a, you know, an act, you have to structure your live or your structure your video so that you can tell people what we're going to cover and then you cover it and then you recap it and then you sign off. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and just like with a podcast, you know, you, you have your general structure for how you run your thing. Um, I think that most people, haven't adapted to video's new face Mm. like they did when, you know, social media changes have happened or whatever, because video has been around for such a long time, but it hasn't really been the prevalent form of communication until the past year. And so it's going to take some time for us to acclimate if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Um, You know, I definitely have been um, part of the stats of of YouTube viewership <laughs> uh, during the pandemic. And uh, I noticed that uh, a lot of the commercials on there or the ads are a little more creative. Like it's like within that first five seconds, you know, before someone like skips a commercial, I think makes all the difference. Like sometimes I notice these, um, you know, ads that start with like just a really st- a strong statement. Like someone said, your marketing plan sucks. And I was like, what do you mean? You know, and it's like, that's all they say in like five seconds. But like, it's like, it really... You know, and then you're just, like, well, wait, why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, that's rude. You don't even know me. But it's like, like the point is that it really grabs your attention. And, you know, it is it is interesting, like you mentioned, just the how much our attention span has shortened to what was already short enough. Um, and so it really takes an art form, I think, to get people's attention today more so than ever. That is so, so true. I And I think... I think because everyone is jumping onto the video bandwagon, we are getting more and more inundated with video and we're starting to tune it out. Yeah. And so you do, you need to stand out. Um, you know, I, I have my little YouTube channel. I think I just crossed the 50 subscriber threshold. Go me. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) But it, you know, it's so funny because 
you become very hyper aware of how people consume content when you can see the stats on the watching and the tracking and everything. And it really changes your perspective on what and how you should approach things. And, you know, copy is the same. It's as you, if you use heat maps or, um, which is basically a software that shows you on the page where people are stopping or clicking or pausing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think you have to spend more than three seconds at a certain spot and it'll like, like it turns red basically. And the redder it is, the more people stop, click, did the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are tools out there that you can use with your email content, with your website that mirror the tools you can use with video now. So you can actually see where you're losing people in your sales page or where you're losing people in your email system Mm. so that, you know, you can make better choices about your marketing and spend your money more effectively Mm -hmm. um, instead of trying to like throw spaghetti at the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And and I want to go back to really just what you specialize in, which is that relationship building content. And uh, I think we listed a couple of examples already, but the other reason that I think our listeners will appreciate is you know, when you are able to build a relationship, it makes the sales process easier. Like, doesn't anyone, doesn't everyone like the sales process to be easier? (laughs) And so I really appreciate, you know, kind of that emphasis of like, you know, to build, to do relationship building through your content. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The relationship building piece, it boils down to a really simple concept and that's to treat people like people. Mm. You wouldn't walk up to someone and propose on the first date. So don't do it in your email. Don't do it in your social media. You know, you need, you, you wouldn't go to a park with your kid. Um, I have children and you wouldn't mm-hmm. go to a park and see another mom and be like, hi, I'm a mom and you're a mom. We should be best friends. Right. That's also very weird. Like nobody <laughs> does that in real life, but we, we think it's okay to do it in our content. And so if you start viewing your content as a, as growing a relationship, like you would in a real active, like I, I, I saw you across the way at the park and like, we need to have a reason to talk. Here's the reason. Yeah. It makes it so much easier because we all know intuitively how to build a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. It's like those lessons just get forgotten for some reason when we're writing content. Yeah. And then I think the thing for us, for everyone to realize, I think more so and more so than ever is that, um, we want to be connected. We want to be in community. We want to have, be in relationships with other people. Like fundamentally, I, I think, you know, especially during the time of the pandemic where it feels so easy to be isolated, like we're yearning for that kind of um, connection. And so just knowing that, you know, um, you know, from the start, people do want to build some kind of relationship, you know, to, to, ke- to have that in mind and to create your content accordingly, um, knowing that that's what they want anyway, they do want it. You just have to, there's just a way to do it. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is, is everything, Marie Forleo always says, everything is figure outable. Mm. However you feel about her, that's great advice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really great. It's a great way to look at things. If you are struggling with your content and you are struggling to build engagement, go back to the basics of relationship building. Mm. Look at, look at it and say, have I been asking people to engage with me? Have I been doing things that people want to interact with? Have I been asking questions? Have I been, or has it been a one-sided conversation and I'm sitting here telling them how awesome I am without giving them any breathing room? Because mm. most of the time it's the second and you really want to be doing the first. Do you want to have it be a collaborative conversation where it's a give and pull mm-hmm. or give and take? Um, 
So yeah, I think I think that going back to the basics is where we need to go with copying content and relationship building across the board. And I think for those people who are who are smart, they're already doing that. And for those that are struggling, I, I hope that we see them do the same. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Well, Brianna, um, I've really enjoyed our conversation today and I just want to make sure that I've covered my bases here. Is there anything else you want people to know about Brianna Gunn Enterprises? I'm a, I'm a human being. So if anything we said resonates with you, reach out. You can find me on social media at the Brianna Gunn, or you can go to my website, briannagunn.com and reach out. Tell me what you thought. I would love to hear your opinion. Perfect. And uh, of course, I always like to ask at the very end, um, since this is a listenership of small business owners and entrepreneurs, um, is there any, uh, you know, from your own even personal success um, at your company, what what advice do you want to give to other small business owners and entrepreneurs who are still, you know, who are on the journey and want to continue to, you know, be on the path and be successful? Always hire people smarter than you. <laughs> Easy. <Always. laughs> yep. But I promise you, like I... Every time I hire someone who's smarter than me, I'm so thankful because they not only take the thing I needed to have off my plate, off my plate, but they, their brain thinks in a different way than mine. Mm -hmm. And so that thing becomes more efficient. And if you do that over and over again, suddenly you have a business that you love and you can live with and not a business that's dragging you down. Awesome. Wow. Brianna, I just want to thank you again so much for your time. I really enjoyed our conversation today and uh, I know our listeners will appreciate it as well. So thank you. Thank you, Jen. I really appreciate being here. Yeah, no, my pleasure. And again, to our listeners, this is Brianna Gunn, her company, or she is the CEO of Brianna Gunn Enterprises. And you can learn more about her and her company at briannagunn.com. That's Gunn with two N's at the end. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement.